Hello everyone, welcome to We Ask Watson. My name is Stephanie and this week I have been lucky enough to co-host We Ask Watson with Peter Watson himself. Today is Friday, which means it's my final day of this feature, but hopefully one day soon Peter will have me back on. <laughs> Very, of course I will, of course I will. <laughs> well, if not to talk about the news, then maybe food or fashion. You know? <laughs> well, you know, obviously I'm, I'm an expert in, in all those things, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Peter what's your favorite news story of today okay um I hate to say this um because I generally don't like talking about politics particularly but the biggest story today is going to be about Trump um I thought I'd talk about this now because I think by the end of this month everyone is going to get sick to the back teeth of getting daily updates on Trump and how well he is and his wife of course um so obviously we heard the news this morning that he uh, tested positive for coronavirus, which is particularly ironic because um, last only only a week ago, he told Americans not to worry about it because he said it affects virtually nobody except the elderly and those with heart conditions. Um, so, uh, yeah, the other thing as well, apparently, um, Trump was um, taking the mick out of um, Joe Biden for um, wearing masks very frequently and, um, you know, and and having gatherings that were that weren't as big as his, um, because presumably his didn't have so much social distancing. So, you know, I mean, it is uh, it is a it is a massive thing. This I think that the only way this could have been worse is if this happened in about two weeks time. Um, but here we are, one month, the, the final crucial stage where we're in the, in the final straits of the presidential election. And he is out of action in terms of not tr- uh, not uh, being able to go on the campaign trail and, and, and do all the usual stuff that, that he does. So um, what does that mean? Uh, I, I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of scrabbling around in the background for people trying to make um, plans in case he doesn't get better um, and whether someone else can stand in or whatever it is, I don't know, because uh, I'm not an expert on that sort of thing, but there'll be debate until <laughs> until you will lose the will to live. I guarantee it. Um, but then the other thing as well is that, um, uh, you know, it, they, they will be really... I would imagine they will try to delay the presidential election if they can, because um, his uh, standing has gone down. He's been he's been getting worse in the polls. Um, he got he, he you know, they went down further after the TV debate the other day. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think that he might I would have thought that he will want to have more time so he can turn stuff around, whereas presumably um, the opposition um you know, smelling, smelling blood um, will want to keep it to the original timetable. And if that happens, you know, Trump's camp will say, um, you you know, you can't fight Trump because he's not at full capacity. And if you won, it wouldn't mean anything. And then Joe Biden's camp would be saying, no, this is what it says. We've got to do this. We're on a, you know, we're, we're on a, we're in a timeframe here. Um, So, you know, and then that will, turn into Trump's lot saying oh you know you can't this is inhuman it's un-American and all that kind of stuff so anyway brace yourself for one month of 
constant Trump updates, even more so than you would have heard anyway. Um, so that's why I say I'm sorry to to mention that now. Um, but I thought I'd get in there first um, before you really start to, um, you know, roll your eyes and just and, you know, uh, foot, slap your forehead and uh, and shake your head in despair. But anyway, there you go. It could have a it could have a massive implication. Um, I don't know what the the policies are yet. Not really. Um, what has happened with Trump and Biden's? They they've kind of outlined things in broad strokes, but not not really got down to specifics. And I would ex- would have expected this month is the month where they get down to specifics. But um, obviously, Trump will be at a disadvantage there. And uh, and I do think that ultimately, if Joe Biden does not manage to win this election, then he does not deserve to be president. Um, because if he can't win while the while President Trump is down, um, then he's ne- he's never going to do it. So um, so we'll see what happens there. Well, Peter, if you were holding a mic, I would definitely be expecting you to do a mic drop right now. That was impressive. <laughs> That was impressive. Um, Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that what has he accomplished by not wearing this mask? He's probably lost a lot of votes um, by, you know, we don't need these masks. You're just going to annoy a lot of people by saying that for all these people Mm. have lost close friends, family and their jobs because of the virus. Yeah. Um, And then he's gone and got it himself. So, yeah. I mean, the, the the funny thing as well is that I say funny. Look, at the end of the day, you wouldn't wish this on anyone, but yeah. um, even even Trump. Um, but I think that it's it's it is quite funny how um, Bolsonaro, who's the Brazilian president, he was famous uh, famous um, uh, coronavirus denier, and he got it. And Trump has been sort of erring on that side. I think he is uh, deep down. I think he's a denier. Um, but he sort of has to not be a denier um, on the surface. Uh, and he's got it as well. So, I mean, how ironic. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, he's how, is that, how old is he? 73, 74. Yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's an old man. He's an old man. And, and um, you know, this is this is a bad thing to get for him. So uh, so anyway, we'll see. No doubt his thumbs will still be fine. So we'll be seeing loads of tweet, uh, tweets, I'm sure. Do you think he and Boris have been? What's happening about it? Compared, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Um, you know, get swapping, swapping tips, and yeah. uh, you know how to make uh, maybe sort of uh, honey and lemon, the best honey and lemon drink, perhaps. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, so my my um, story today is Marks and Spencer are yeah. hoping to bring on a eco friendly fashion brand called nobody's yeah. child to spruce yeah. up their um their clothing ranges yeah attract more attention mm. now i'm not too sure about this one um i think that it's a great idea that they're trying to do something new to encourage more uh customers but yeah i i don't know if this is the right thing for them to do mm. they have their loyal customers uh, which are, are going in there for you know, their clothes, yeah. everyday clothes. They're nothing special. I mean, they, mm. they have some good work bits in there, um, mm. but they definitely have a customer. Um, they have recently partnered with Ocado. So yeah. I think that they've lost footfall there from their regular customers. So they have less people walking through there who would maybe pick mm. up something. Um mm. 
so they they've lost their customers there i don't think that this new eco-friendly fashion brand are doing anything too dissimilar to their current clothing range now which makes Mm. me think that they're not going to bring in new customers Mm. at all they're not going to do anything too special to to bring that person in Mm. so i think that although it's great that they're doing something eco-friendly i don't think it's enough to save well to improve what they have at the moment mm. no i mean I, I think that with with m&s um i i think that ev- uh, many people feel get, get quite emotional about m&s i think i feel that the many of the british public um have a an emotional attachment to it and they either they either you know they despair when it when it doesn't do well and and they feel part of it when it when it does do well um and um so i i think that this is a this is a move in the right direction on on the clothing front um because i, I you know i'm going to i am going to sound like a real old man here but um i remember like i think it was about <laughs> 20 years ago um uh, when they had a a, a big revamp because they didn't used to sell any um uh, kind of branded stuff in their in their stores and what they did is they they made sub brands so they made per una and um autograph and uh god blue blue something or other for the blokes that i can't connect can't remember but anyway they made all the, that's yeah they made um you know they made these sub brands and they were hugely popular so it went really well for a while especially per una was really popular um and or you know autograph used to get de- um uh, des- like proper properly famous designers that you'd actually heard of doing kind of guest collections and things they do like a you know like a coat or something that would sell out in five seconds and you know that sort of thing so i mean it you know they have done well it's been very patchy because they've done well in some instances but generally speaking i think that they're at the you know as things stand they're they're clothing if you were to describe their clothing offering in music terms, um, I would say that their clothing is equivalent to elevator music. I was just thinking um, the same thing. Yeah, and it's just not, it's just not, you know, it's just not ticking any boxes. So, um, but going back to it, I do, I think that it is a step in the right direction. Um, I mean, you know, for curiosity, people might go in and, and look for it. I don't think it's going to be in every MS. But, you know, the idea is, I think people, the idea is it might attract a bit of attention. It might get a bit more footfall. Um, I think in terms of just just to cover off the, the food side of things, um, recently, Ocado had some um, results and, and they were saying that the MS thing is is going well. So it's at the very early stages anyway, but, you know, apparently it's, it's going well after a few initial hiccups. But um, But overall, I think that, you know, M&S has, has got a lot of problems. Um, I think that this um, introducing this brand is a sticking plaster over a gaping wound. Um, they need to do more. You know, maybe this this might hopefully this is the first of many. And if it is, then that's a good thing, because um, then people really will just, you know, decide to go and have a look and see what's going on. Um, but um, but yeah, I think that we're, we're a long way yet from a, a full M&S recovery. 
Um, but just out of interest, I mean, where would you, where, where do you think you would go um, as an alternative? So let's say we've, we've kind of slagged off um, M&S really. Um, where, you know, where do you think, who do you think their bigger rivals are on on clothing and food for instance okay so i'll cover food first um i yeah. think that waitrose would be the number one choice yeah. um if not waitrose then independent food stores but that would depend on the location as well mm. so that would be food with, with clothing i thought maybe House of Fraser, because it's got yeah. those different concessions in. You can get some variety, yeah. but it's pretty much, you know, like standard everyday work mm. bits or loungewear, just mm. dossing around the shops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next would probably also be in that category as well. I would yeah. have um, thought that Next is maybe uh, targeted at a younger person, but that's probably why mm. they're doing much better because they have that reputation um, and that's mm. where everybody is spending their money mm. yeah what about mean, you certainly i well i think that um next is is is, is always MS is often compared to next in terms of how that how they're both of them are doing relative to each other on the clothing fronts generally speaking next always trumps um uh, MS in terms of this and they have continued to to do quite well throughout the lockdown you know uh especially on a relative basis so they they've been doing very well on that front and i can't see that particularly changing at, as as it stands at the moment um because i also think as well the interesting thing about next is when you go on their website you can get so many different um, brands of clothing. So you get Next, but you've also got like, you know, Adidas and, and, and you know, Nike and also, you know, I think they even do, I don't know if they do French Connection, but they do loads of like, they do loads of um, things. So they, you know, it, it's all under one roof, as, it's, as it were. So mm-hmm. they are they are clearly much more advanced, I feel, than, than, um, than M&S on that front. They're almost like a department um, store now. Yeah, I guess they are. I guess they are. I mean, I personally find next stuff is quite bland um, and not amazingly good quality. Um, but, you know, it's OK. Um, but I think that the fact that it, it, it shoves everything else on there as well um, is, is, you know, certainly on, online is, is quite a good thing. Um, I think in terms of the food, you're, I think you're right. I think that the uh, Waitrose thing, you know, the Waitrose, Waitrose is, is the obvious one. Um, I did think of um, the thing, I think it's called Cook with an exclamation mark. Um, but that's a bit more niche, I'd say. Um, Cook is, is, very, is, is, is very good, you know, and that, that specialises in the whole, um, uh, uh, was it, ready meals and things like that. So I'd say that their stuff is, is actually probably better than M&S's uh, in terms of ready meals. But maybe it's 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 a bit more expensive, and they are you know it's obviously not on every high street uh, on every high street. But um, but there you go. I think that whatever they do, they they need to sort their marketing out because they're trying all these things, and I just yeah. don't think that people know about them. Last year, I think it was last year anyway. They um, they had a a active wear and gym mm-hmm. gym clothes. Yeah. It was it was okay stuff, but if I hadn't walked past it to get some something for lunch, I would never have known about it. So yeah. you know, 
activewear has been really popular. Everyone, well, a lot of people wear gym clothes, you know, just going around their uh, daily business. They mm. did it because it was popular, but didn't push it. So whatever mm. they need mm. to, they're going to do, I, I would suggest mm. getting in a, a good strategy or, or marketing campaign. Yeah, no, I think you're right there. And actually, just, you know, I, I reckon there's a, a, I suppose, a final point is that um, I, I really feel the problem with M&S is that it's um, it's trying to it's trying to appeal to too many people um, on its own. I think that if it wants to remain um, popular with everyone, then. I think actually having new brands that are targeted at specific age groups is a good thing because then they don't, then they can rely on someone else's expertise rather than their own, which is clearly not that good. Um, so, you know, if they, if they manage to build up um, a base of, of brands that appeal to people, that might be a good thing. Um, but I think at the moment it just suffers from trying to be all things to all people but ending up being not much to not many people. Yeah. So I think that it needs to sort that out and really target itself. And that, that in itself would help with the marketing because they'd know where to advertise, how to appeal to people and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. I agree with you, Peter. It kind of feels like they're guessing at the moment and, and, and not doing it very well, which is yeah. a shame, but... Um... Apparently, apparently they do good yum yums. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, that's you what I said. I said you're getting, you're getting, you're getting. Uh, so yeah, I uh, recommend yum yums. <laughs> I, I don't know whether they, uh, whether they're in stock now, but they are the bomb. Uh, you know, they're basically like sausage shaped donuts. Um, so if you if you don't if you don't like donuts that have <laughs> that have holes in, um, and you like them sausage shaped, <laughs> then they're great. <laughs> That's where you need to go. Can you eat yeah, one without licking your lips, course. though? That's the key question here. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, but they go well. They go well with a cup of tea, I would suggest. Um, so yeah. Um, and on that <laughs> note, but there you go. Yeah, on that bombshell. <laughs> Peter, what's going on with the competition today? Uh, well, same same thing. So um, you know, for all those who who've gone through, the, who's managed to get through the first rounds. Um, uh, you know, there's just make sure that you are up to speed with what's on um, the uh, with you know with with your reading of Watson's daily this week. So from Monday to today this week, and from Monday to Friday next week. Um, so just pay very close attention to that um, and little law stuff for this week and next week, and also Harry Clark's uh, e. Uh, ebook on commercial awareness as well so just keep keep your eye on those the competition is going to be based the next questions a set of questions which are going to be out on october the 10th saturday they are going to be based on all those materials so pay close attention the idea of that by the way is not being we're not being nasty or anything like that the whole idea is to try to encourage you into um good habits so round one was all about getting the basic uh, basic information and the second round is all about getting you into good habits and as things go on there will be more skills and things and we are, we will um be uh, so myself Aizen and Harry will be doing more round tables um as as um 
you know the, the competition progresses to help you with the skills that you need for the for, for the next stage but they're very applicable to everyone so even if you haven't got through the first rounds uh, whatever all these kinds of things that we'll be talking about will be useful to you so um when you know watch out for those um and uh you know i'll put the details on the website and uh, on the newsletter and stuff i urge everybody to go over to um watsonsdaily.com and check out the newsletter for today um if you haven't had a chance to read it this week peter also writes um a weekly cover as well and monthly so um there's really no excuse it, it doesn't take too long to read and the um information you get from it and the knowledge you gain is invaluable no, thanks okay. peter i've had a really <laughs> great week chatting with you this has been really fun likewise uh it's been great um, but don't worry, we'll come back again um, at some point in the future. Thanks, Peter. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> All right. Bye. See you then. Bye.